Welcome to the Build Your Life Coaching Biz podcast, where you get to learn how to become a professional life coach and start an online coaching business from scratch. I'm your host, Krista Kathleen, a professional certified coach and spiritual business mentor. In 2016, I got divorced and left my full-time job as a registered nurse and decided to bravely answer my calling of becoming a life coach so I could help to change lives as I traveled around the world. And now I wanna help you discover your purpose too. Having the freedom and flexibility to be your own boss and make as much money as you want right from your laptop will be one of the best gifts you ever give to yourself, your family, and the world. In these episodes, I'll give you real coaching combined with proven strategies and spiritual practices in order to help build your dream coaching business that feels perfect for you. Hi, everyone. Happy Monday. You know how some people have the Monday scaries? I really don't have that working for myself and running a life coaching business, which I think is a really big sign of success. I was recently visiting with a sorority sister down in Texas this summer and we like had gotten drinks on a Sunday night and she was like thinking about her upcoming week and everything she had to do the next day on Monday. And I could just tell like she looked overwhelmed and she was like, oh, I don't want to go to work. And, you know, I like don't ever really find myself saying that now that I work for myself. I Now, when I was a nurse, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I like, dreaded work. Like I would like my stomach would be in knots and I would feel so anxious and just dreading going to that 12 hour hospital shift. But um, yeah. So I don't know. I just want to share that with all of you. If you guys are working towards the dream of working for yourself and, um, you know, being a part-time or full-time life coach that it's, I truly do feel that it is one of the best career choices in the world. And it doesn't mean that there's not hard days and that there's not challenges and risks, but overall the pros far outweigh the cons. So Okay, uh, today's episode is six habits that helps me to build my six-figure life coaching business. So I'm, I originally, we, uh, my YouTube strategist came up with this title and originally it was six habits that helped me to build my successful life coaching business. And I recently ran the, my numbers for this year with my bookkeeper and as of August 2023, I have made over $100,000 this year, which, you know, to be fully transparent, it's taken me seven years to get here. And I'll probably do a whole nother episode on, you know, what that journey's really been like to get here. But I'm just really proud of myself. And I, I just want to like, take a moment to soak it in and brag about it and be really proud of myself because this is way more money than I was ever making as a nurse. And there was a time where I never, ever thought it was going to be possible to leave my nursing job. And I thought it was going to be the only way that I could ever make money and support myself and all those other limiting beliefs. And so, yeah, I get to officially say that I am a six-figure business owner. 
And, you know, of course, my next big goal is going to be going for a million dollars. So I would love to call myself a million dollar business owner or seven figure business owner. Um, but, you know, one step at a time, you got to make six figures first before you can get to seven figures. So, yeah. So um, I'm going to talk about some of the habits that I've created to help me to get to this place of creating six figures in my coaching business. And I'm going to share them with all of you. And you guys are welcome to take the things that you like that resonate um, and adopt it as your own. And there may be other things where you're like, oh, that doesn't that doesn't feel true for me. And, and that's fine as well. There's, you know, really no one right way to build a life coaching business and just a successful life in general. And the way that I think of a habit is like a daily or weekly or, or monthly or yearly action that you're taking kind of like a baby step to get you closer to your goal. And I don't know who said this, but I love the quote of the sum of small actions repeated daily equals big results. I think that's the quote. <laughs> I'm really bad at memorizing things and then being able to repeat them back verbatim. Um, success. Oh, I think this is it. Success is the action of small steps repeated daily. <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those, but I think you guys understand what I'm trying to say. So basically you just start doing a lot of really small action steps. And then over time, that's when you start seeing the big results. So yeah, let's go ahead and dive right in. So the first one and I don't really think that this is like, I didn't really like prioritize this as like number one is the most important and number six is the least important. Like they're just all, they're all like equally important. So I don't really think there's like a hierarchy here. Uh, but so number one is for me, a habit that I've created is really is practicing spirituality and listening into my intuition, honoring my intuition co-creating with the universe and really running my business from that place. Um, I do work with other coaches. I do take other different types of development trainings, which I'll talk about later in the episode. But at the end of the day, I'm not really taking advice from anyone outside of myself because they don't know my business like I do. I mean, sometimes I may ask for feedback and advice, but ultimately I'm really practicing listening to my intuition because I have the belief that we were created by the universe. And so the universe is inside of us. And so any ideas that come from within us are the best ideas at the end of the day. And I know it takes a lot of self-trust to get to that place. And I promise you guys can get to that place. And that's what uh, working with a life coach can really, you know, help you to do that. That's kind of, I think that's one of like the most common requests that I have for my clients. It's like, how do I learn to start trusting myself more? And that is why we do coaching is we treat our clients as the experts in their life. And so, I mean, that was, you know, my intuition told me to start a YouTube channel and right. There's so many different ways to market your business. 
And my intuition kept telling me, like, focus on YouTube, focus on YouTube. So I was like, okay, I'm going to focus on YouTube. And that is the number one way I create all my clients and my coach training students. And then the summer of 2021, my intuition was like, okay, now is the time to open up your, your coach training company. And so I just really listen to the signals that I get. And it's just like this kind of, it's, it's like these like messages I get inside my head. And then it's just like a feeling of ease inside my body. And like for the past couple of years, I've been contemplating of like, when am I going to open up? So we run the Born to Coach Training Academy twice a year. And when we welcome in 10 to 12 students per cohort. And I, I knew eventually I was, I wanted to start adding in more trainers under me and, and starting to expand the classes, but it just like hasn't felt right. And then also in this past week, like I got the signal that, okay, it's time to start planning and it's time to start thinking about like, who's going to be your first trainer and you know, how you're going to train them and then um, how many students you're going to let in. And I think we're going to start letting in 20 students, probably, probably not till fall of 2024, but so it's just, it's just such a beautiful way to run your life and your business from this place of ease and trust and not listening to anyone else around you that frankly half the time doesn't know what they're talking about or what they're doing. Like if if anyone tries to give me advice now that is not a life coach or not running their own business or is not a couple steps ahead of me, like I, I do not listen to them. Like, why would I? <laughs> What's the point? Right. So you'll get really good at like filtering your feedback like that. Um, and so, yeah, just different ways that like I practice spirituality on a daily basis as I meditate, I journal, uh, I go on walks in nature. I've really gotten into plant medicine lately uh, with microdosing on psilocybin and um, just doing plant medicine ceremonies and um, listening to podcasts. I've been binge listening to Manifestation Babe by Catherine Zakina lately. So yeah, I think that's some of the some of the things I do for my spirituality. Um, travel, travel is a part of my spirituality practice too. And then there's a, a really good book. Um, that I highly recommend by Mae McCarthy, and it's called The Path to Wealth. Uh, I'll put it, I think that's what it's called, The Path to Wealth, and I'll put it in the show notes. And I really learned this concept of like co-creating with the universe. And um, she, every morning, she's a very successful millionaire, and she runs several businesses. And every morning she meets with her CFO, or no, CSO, Chief Spiritual Officer, which is the universe, every every morning for 30 minutes and collaborates with the universe. And when I first read it, I was a little bit like, oh, okay, this is interesting. And now since I started doing, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, why would I collaborate with anyone else? Like, the the universe is the ultimate intelligence right and is the one that told me to create to become a life coach and to create a coach training company in the first place so I should let them in on a deeper level and 
talk with them, collaborate with them. And ever since doing that, it's just been so rewarding and so much easier to run my life coaching business. Um, And then that's a big reason why I've incorporated a spiritual program into the Born to Coaching Academy because I just personally can't imagine running my business without my spiritual practices. I just think it would be hard. I think it would be overwhelming. It would be stressful. I wouldn't be able to find clients. I wouldn't be able to help people. I wouldn't be able to make money. Right. So yeah, this is a very, very important habit. Okay. Um, Number two is miracle mornings. So the past couple of years, I've slowly been practicing waking up earlier and earlier. Um, Normally I wake up like between seven to 8 AM. And I realized that just like waking up and starting your day, I would be stressed out all the time. And then after becoming a mom, like I didn't have any time for myself. And I just felt like I was just not enjoying my days. And my checklist was completely dominating me. And I just knew something had to change. And I always felt behind too. I hated that feeling. So I heard of this book called Miracle Morning and started reading it. And basically, like, they they teach you in there of, like, it can be 10 minutes, it can be 30 minutes, it could be an hour, but you just take a little time for yourself every morning. And they have these practices called savers, Uh, so scribing, affirmations, what's the V stand for? V, 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 I don't remember what the V stands for. Uh, E is exercise. R is, well, I don't remember any of these. (laughs) Oh, guys, my, yeah, okay. That's okay. (laughs) It'll maybe come back to me later, but just read the book. And they, like I said, it's called Savers. I don't do all six of them every morning, but I like that they kind of have like a little protocol of like, these are the six best practices to do. And even they're they're like, even if you only have six minutes, you can do like each category for one minute. And then they have this app that goes along with it that has all these meditations and different practices you can do in the morning as well. And so I've gotten in the habit of waking up earlier. I'm I'm happy to say that most days now I wake up at 5am and give myself a good two hours to I create my mindset for the day and just like create like some sacred rituals and and make some tea and um, do like some breath work and some journaling and really like ground and center myself. And then, so I'll do that like for the first hour and then the second hour I'll spend on working on completing some tasks in my coaching business. So that way I feel like I'm already ahead for the day. And then Lincoln usually wakes up around 7 a.m. And so that's when the day starts getting a little crazy with like making breakfast and everything and lunches and getting him out the door. And then when he leaves, then I can go back to working on my coaching business. But I, again, like I don't feel stressed. I don't feel rushed. I don't feel behind because I've already gotten a lot of stuff done. And I just feel like I'm like winning the day. And it's a wonderful feeling. And I've just been able to like get so much done and be so organized and feeling like for the first time ever, like I'm on top of my shit and it's an, it's a really amazing feeling. 
Um, but like I said, it's definitely a practice that took me a couple of years to really build this habit. So, but at the same time, like, you know, you might be listening to this and you might be like, hell no, I am not getting up at 5 a.m. But even just waking up like five minutes earlier, 10 minutes earlier, and not rushing right into your day, but, you know, giving yourself the space to do these little rituals, it it really does like just start to change change everything. And I think they say like in the book, like how you do your mornings is how you do the rest of your life. Right. So that's kind of interesting to think about it from that perspective. So uh, yeah, doing my miracle mornings is my second habit that's helped me to build my six figure life coaching business. Uh, Number three is getting support. So the first year that I well, okay, let's see. The first year that I started my life coaching business, I hired a life coach right away and she helped me to get my coaching business started, like helped me design my first website and do my branding and my logo and strategize and help me put together my coaching package and all that. And I actually had like a fair amount of success for that first year. I mean, just making any kind of money from a paying coaching client was like someone could have paid me a dollar and I was like, would like jump up and down with joy. Right. <laughs> I just had such low expectations in the beginning. Cause I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I know this is what I'm meant to do. Um, so yeah, that first year went really well. And I, you know, I had her support because I mean, let's be honest, like I think we put so much pressure on ourselves to just, feel like we should already know how to coach people and we should already know how to build a successful business. And I don't know why we do that to ourselves. I know I did that to myself. I mean, I was a labor and delivery nurse. Like I knew how to prescribe meds. I knew how to deliver babies and get my hands dirty and do vaginal exams and read fetal monitoring scripts and hang IVs, start IVs. Like I don't know why I put pressure on myself that all of a sudden I need to know how to market myself as a life coach and brand myself as a life coach and structure a life coaching session. (laughs) Like those are all skill sets that need to be learned and taught in some way. But so after, so I worked with my first life coach for a year and then, you know, ran my, my stretching for two pregnancy coaching business for a year. And then that's when like all the shit went down. I got divorced and I lost my uh, nursing job. And so I ended up um, parting ways with my life coach. And then I shut down that business and I was like, I just need to take some time for myself. And that's when I got the intuitive downloads that I was meant to become a life coach next. And that's, and then I, I, I mean, I didn't really know coach training programs existed back then. So I just was like, trying things myself every day. And I was waking up lost and confused and frustrated and overwhelmed. And it just felt like I was like fumbling around in the dark without a flashlight. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, this is so hard. And I just literally don't know what I'm doing. And I remember I was in like Scotland at the time and I was in my Airbnb and I was crying and I was praying and I was like, please, like some, like 
universe, help me. I don't know what to do. Like, I know I want to be a life coach. I know I want to run my own business, but I do not know how to do this on my own. And then all of a sudden, and then I like went on to Facebook after that. And then I, this like random coach popped up in my feed and I saw that she was a coach trainer. And I was like, what? There's like coaches who like train people to become better coaches. And then I saw the company that she worked for and I was like, this is amazing. And then I looked, you know, and I applied and a couple months later, I I started going through coach training and guess what happened? (laughs) My coaching business started taking off again and I started making a lot of money and finding a lot of clients because I was getting support. I was working with mentors. I was working with coaches. Um, So I've just learned over the years, like having support is fundamental. I mean, it's, it's absolutely necessary. And the coaches that I see struggle the most are the ones that are, are trying to figure it out on their own. And I don't believe that you have to be like working with a coach or a therapist or in a coaching program, like 24 seven, like there's times where I take breaks to process and integrate things that I've learned. But I'm always, I've always learned that I need support every month on some level. So for like the past year, I've really been working um, intensely with my, my therapist. And then recently I just hired a new private life coach. And then I've been in um, coaching programs in and out like every couple months or a couple times a year. Um, And then I've been getting better about finding friends who are like either coaches or entrepreneurs or have spiritual practices like myself, or, you know, we like share similar types of values in that way. And it just, yeah, just having support makes it so much easier. So I don't know. That's, I don't, maybe not everyone feels that way, but this is what's been true for me is, yeah, is, is creating the habit of letting support into my life, um, you know, a couple times a month, and or and I'm and I realize that even that's not enough anymore. And I'm I'm starting to look at how can I have it more on a weekly basis. Like I'm gonna start reaching out to friends because I don't have as many like local friends as I do friends all over the world. I'm gonna start reaching out to them and doing like connection calls every week. And I'm gonna start scheduling more like therapy and coaching sessions so that way I'm meeting with someone every week and. Um, start doing more like activities outside the house because you know I work from home Monday through Friday and so yeah I'm I'm definitely ready to let support in on a deeper level because I have some really big goals that I'm going to start working towards and I know that to go to that next level of success you need to let support in on a deeper level and it it can feel scary it can feel hard but it's you can't do one without the other. All right. Um, and then also, too, having the support of working with coaches and therapists, um, they've really helped me to develop a healthy relationship with fear and to do a lot of mindset work. And I find that when a lot of people aren't successful with their goals, it's because they're getting in their own way. Right. And, and we have these limiting beliefs of like, oh, I can never be successful at this or I don't want to fail or, 
who would hire me to pay me to be their coach or I could never make that amount of money. And like, we need to have someone to help us to go to those scary places inside of our mind. So we're not trying to navigate it alone and helping us to work through the fear and reframe the fear. And and that can be really hard and uncomfortable to do by ourselves. So I really am grateful for my coaches and my therapists who have helped me to work through some of those really, really big, scary fears that were there for me in the beginning. And that, and those fears that are still there, that when your fear doesn't go away, every time you, you go after a new goal or you start working towards a new level of success, it just brings up more fear. And, but I know that I have the tools to work through it. I know that I have the team to help me to navigate it and it doesn't, it doesn't have to hold me back. Okay, just getting a drink. Um, Number four is eating healthy and exercising. And so even though this isn't like directly creating a habit to, for my coaching business, it's something that impacts my coaching business very much. And I've noticed that when I start to, you know, let my diet go, Um, I follow mostly like a paleo type of diet. And when I start to eat a lot of processed foods and heavy carbs and dairy and sugar, that I am very lethargic. I'm very moody. I'm not motivated. I just, I feel disgusting and gross. And then when I'm not exercising, like my head hurts, I have brain fog, my body hurts. And I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not like optim. what's the word I'm looking for? Like I'm not functioning at my best and highest level. And so that's something that really motivates me now to eat clean most days of the week. I mean, I still like to have my, my cheat meals or my, (laughs) my donuts and my cupcakes. I mean, if it's, if it's vegan, it's a little bit better because dairy just completely destroys me. But yeah, I mean, it's essential for me to exercise at least three days a week and to eat clean most days of the week. And if I don't, it impacts my clients. I can't I can't be like a clear channel and vessel for my clients um, on our coaching calls. And I can't get motivated and excited to work on my business. And so, yeah, I think it's really, really important to have healthy habits. Um, to support you with your brain health. And I mean, your brain is everything, right? Like your brain is the one that comes up with new business ideas and, and creates the vision and is what produces your motivation and your inspiration. And so like, if your brain is like all like, you know, it's all like covered in junk from all the toxins and everything, like how are you going to run a successful coaching business? And I'll also let you know, too, that like when I am exercising, that is when the energy is flowing in my body. And that is when I am getting the best business ideas as well. Like after a good sweaty hot yoga class, I come home and I just like open up my notebook and I'm writing so many things down. It is so awesome or or going or I love like hiking in the woods and then listening to a podcast at the same time. And mm, yeah, it's amazing. 
So if any of you are struggling to create healthier, you know, habits in your life in that way, just think about that, that your clients are going to benefit, your business is going to benefit, you're going to make more money, you're going to be just more motivated and focused and excited to work on your business. So the two really are, they really are connected. Okay, number five is the habit, I've created the habit of focusing on only one offer that I'm obsessed with and putting two feet in the door with running it successfully and pricing it in a way to meet my financial goals. So before I started doing this, before October 2021, I always had like a million different coaching offers going on. You know, I had one-on-ones spots. I had retreats. I had group coaching programs. I had a digital course. And I just was like, not really focused on one thing. And I was constantly changing and tweaking things all the time. So I just wasn't seeing results. And I heard my coaches say over and over again, of like, you should have one signature program and really get good at selling that out. And then once you understand how to sell that out, then start you know, bringing in more. And my ADHD brain did not want to do that. That did not, that, you know, it was kind of like a scarcity type of thing. I was like, well, if I don't offer this or I don't offer that, then I'm not going to make these people happy. And um, then I'm not going to be able to offer this to this person. And, you know, and I just realized like doing that, like wasn't serving me anymore. And so that's when I was like, okay, I am going to 100% focus on creating the Born to Coach Training Academy. And I do a lot of coaching in there. So I look at that as like, that is like, that is my coaching program. And, and just so you guys know, like, you guys can infuse and use your coaching skills in so many different creative ways. So sometimes I see coaches get so locked in on like, well, it has to be like a one-on-one private coaching practice that I have and I can't make money any other way. And it's like, dude, there is so many creative, great ways to make money in your coaching business, but you have to have like that one core offer that like you're absolutely obsessed with. You're so excited to run it and talk about it and develop it. You have to believe in it a hundred percent and you can't just like, kind of like do it like, "Eh, yeah, maybe I'll run it. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll fill up some spots. Maybe I won't. Like people can feel that energy and they can feel that like you're not fully in it. You're not, it's just like a relationship. Like people can tell when you're not committed and that energy doesn't feel good, right? Like if people are going to be spending, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, like they want to, they want to do it with someone who is like, dude, this is the fucking most amazing program in the world. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why you need to enroll into it right now. Like people want to enroll in those in in a program with that kind of energy, you know, not someone like one foot in, one foot out. And then again, like you have to get real, right? Like you have to think about, okay, if I say that I want to make $5,000 a month in my coaching business or $10,000 a month, then how many spots do I need to open up? And what do I need to price each spot at in order to hit that goal? And it really is just like a simple math problem. And 
I'll let all of you know, like math was my worst subject in school. And I still to this day hate math. I hate numbers. That's <laughs> why so I have an accountant. I have a bookkeeper. It helps me. But this is a fairly simple math problem that anybody can do. And so like, for example, okay, I'm not really good at math on the spot, but um, so let's say, okay, so let's say you're like, I want to make $5,000 a month and maybe you want to do it through private coaching clients. So that means you would have to find, uh, like you could find five clients at a thousand, paying you a thousand dollars a month, right? Like something simple like that doesn't have to be anything more complicated. (sighs) So, yeah. Um, I know a lot of times we get into like this, like manifestation and, I mean, I'm really big into manifestation and spiritual practices. You know that because I already told you that's like one of my habits. But there is like in your business, you have to have masculine and feminine energy in order for it to work. You can't be too far in the feminine or too far in the masculine. And so like sitting down and crunching the numbers, it is more of that masculine type of energy. But you you need that, right? Like we exist in this world that operates on money and numbers and reports and results and outcomes. And, and I do believe like we do need to have the energetic practices and the spiritual practices to support it as well. You can't have one without the other, but you do have to get real. And so if you're out there, I see people all the time, I see coaches all the time. They're like, I want to, you know, I want to have a six figure year, but then they're, they're only taking on pro bono clients. And I'm like, well, how does that add up? I don't, how does that work? <laughs> I mean, you're gonna have to start charging money if you want to have a six figure year or, or they're like, yeah, I want to have a six figure year, but then they're, they're charging like, um, they're charging like $50 a session and they have like two coaching clients that they're working with. And I'm like, I don't understand how those numbers work and add up, right? So, yeah, you got to get real. You got to get real with your your number goals and then work backwards and then price your spots at the amount of money that you want to make. Simple as that. Okay. And then the last one, number six. Okay, hold on, take another drink. Um, I never understand how I I just listened to a podcast episode yesterday and Catherine Zakina talked for an hour and 45 minutes on one of her episodes. And I'm gonna, I gotta figure out how she does that because like after 30 minutes, I'm like, my throat gets scratchy and I feel like I need to just down a gallon of water. (laughs) So if anyone has a secret on how you can talk for long periods of time without letting your voice get to that place, just let me know. Or maybe she just like edits those parts out of her podcast. Who knows? But I try to keep these very raw and real so you guys can relate to them. Okay, so my last habit is, I kind of already talked about this, but it's educating myself, right? So every year... I enroll in a course or a couple courses that is going to help me to improve my coaching skills and also improve my business building skills because they're two very separate skills. And they're also skills that, you know, we might have parts of us that are just naturally good at some things, 
but ultimately if you want to get better you're going to have to learn from someone else who's already successfully done it and you're going to have to develop your skills and and one of the things i really appreciate with the international coaching federation is that they say after you get your icf credentials that every three years you need to have 40 continuing credit hours um, in order to renew your credentials because they believe that in order to be the best coach possible you have to continuously be refining your your coaching skills and educating yourself and learning new things and um, that's included in the ICF code of ethics as well like it's not you think about it it's not ethical to go through a coach training program and then 10 years later you haven't done any type of like new education classes or you have, I mean, cause right. The world is always changing. And so to still be like coaching the same way that you learned from something 10 years ago, like there's going to be things that are outdated and you want to say, you want to stay on top of those practices. Um, I know that ICF is always constantly changing and like updating their ICF core competencies and, Um, just the way they teach things. And so you should be practicing the same as well. And sometimes I'll hear people like say like, oh, I've already taken like a coach training program. So like, I'm good. And like, yes, I do agree. You do need to have at least like one, like a level one or level two, you know, ICF or kind of coach training program under your belt. But like, on top of that, you know, you should be thinking about like, yeah, how am I going to stay on top of my skill set and continue to expand my, my brain and my knowledge. So that way my, you know, clients are going to benefit the most. And so that's that promise I make to myself is a couple of times a year, I'm going to sign up for some business building courses and some coaching courses. Uh, I just signed up for a level three ICF credit coach training program. So I can get my start to work towards earning my MCC credential because I really do feel that my coach training students are going to benefit from me continuing to develop my coaching skills so I can pass that knowledge down to them. And my private coaching clients are going to benefit as well. And so that way, you know, I don't get like stale and, and rusty. So yes, um, create the habit of educating yourself and, and it can even be in smaller ways of like, reading coaching books or listening to podcasts, you know, while you go on hikes or just little things like that. One of my favorite coaching books is The Coaching Habit by Michael Bungay Stanier. I will put that in the show notes as well. I always recommend his book to everyone. He is not um, ICF accredited, but I really love and appreciate his coaching style and the things that he teaches in his book. And I still use a lot of it to this day when I'm coaching my own clients as well, what I learned from him. So there you have it. Uh, Let me just quickly review the six habits. So one, practicing spirituality. Number two, miracle mornings. Number three, getting support. Number four, eating healthy and exercising. Number five, focusing on one offer putting two feet in the door with running it and pricing in a way to meet your financial goals. I don't really know if that's a habit or not, but I feel like I had to put it in. (laughs) And number six, um, educating yourself continuously. All right. Well, let me know after you listen to this, feel free to send me a message either on Instagram or 
Facebook or on the little voice message link in the show notes and let me know which habit um, that you're going to create moving forward. Or maybe you already have that habit, but you're just going to refine it a little bit. Like I'd love to hear from you. And yeah, let me know which which new habits you're going to start working towards moving forward to help you to build that six-figure life coaching business too. So, all right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I love and adore you all, and I'll see you in the next episode. I'm so grateful that our paths have crossed at this time. And if you're ready to up-level your coaching skill set and learn how to confidently coach at the transformational PCC level in order to help your clients get bigger breakthroughs and better results, then join our Born to Coach Training Academy at buildyourlifecoachingbiz.com forward slash certification. Thank you.